Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. we got a lot to talk about today. It is a... Well, everything's changing coming up over the next couple of weeks. Not only in my life, but in the life of professional wrestling as well. This coming Tuesday, it is the final episode of SmackDown on the USA Network. The following week, SmackDown moves to Fridays on Fox. This will be the final week that NXT is unopposed on Wednesday nights on the USA Network. Once again, it will be NXT for an hour on USA and then the second hour will air on the WWE Network. And the following week, two hours live on the USA Network, going head-to-head with two live hours of AEW on TNT. Lots of big changes, and we've got full lineups for all of the shows coming up over the next couple of days. Got a number of matches for both Raw and NXT, which are weird, and we got a SmackDown lineup for Tuesday night. Both Raw and NXT, well, we'll start with Raw. There's a fatal five-way to determine a number one contender for Seth Rollins' title. Meanwhile, Seth Rollins has been feuding with The Fiend, and they already have a championship match scheduled for Hell in a Cell, which is a week after. So, it appears we're just doing a lame-duck five-way for a lame-duck match, which whoever wins is just going to lose next Monday. I don't even see how this makes any sense. And then, on NXT, in what is totally baffling to me, because what they book usually makes sense, last week, we had a Matt Riddle, Killian Dane street fight, a street fight, that went to a no contest, which is now building to a street fight on Wednesday, with the winner getting a shot at Adam Cole. How a street fight goes to a no contest, and then how a street fight going to a no contest builds to another street fight... Is beyond me, but that's what they're doing. So some weird things coming up, but hopefully some good shows as well. We'll talk about this when we get back from the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Tired of wearing the same five shirts every week? We can help. 
Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that matches you with your own stylist. Someone who listens to what works for you and delivers clothes right to your door. So you take the hassle out of shopping and find new styles that leave you feeling great. It starts with a simple profile you create in just minutes. Explore different styles and leave notes for your stylist about what you like. For a small $20 styling fee, your clothes are hand-selected for you based on your profile and then delivered to you so you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. Pay only for what you keep and send everything else back. Plus, the styling fee is applied to what you keep and shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. With Stitch Fix, you'll get access to great looks ranging from refined to rugged, and everything is hand-selected to fit your physique and your budget. Discover the stylist and styles that work for you at stitchfix.com. Personal styling for men, women, and kids. stitchfix.com. Personal styling for everybody. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's O'Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can earn bonus points on more than 250 offers. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store today or browse through our offers at O'ReillyAuto.com, where you can earn double points shopping online. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Call in all motorheads. It's time to rise up and pay homage to the Freak Nation. Or just flip your fat radio on to Speed Freaks every Sunday night at 7 Pacific on the Sports Byline USA Network. Join me, Kenny Sargent, with Statman and Crash Gladys for a freak of a good time as we drop in on the biggest names in motorsports from IndyCar to NASCAR, the drags to Supercross, and a big-time rock and roll band from time to time. That's Speed Freaks, Sunday nights at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Well, let's try to figure out what's going on with these shows here. We'll start with Raw tonight. We have a fatal five-way number one contenders match. With AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet, Rey Mysterio, and Robert Roode, the winner is getting a title match on the go-home show for Hell in a Cell. So they've been shooting angles for weeks now about a Bray Wyatt-Seth Rollins match, and then totally at random, in the middle of this build, we're going to have a number one contenders match 
and a championship match on the Go Home Show next week. Unless The Fiend shows up and just lays everybody out, I guess that's possible. Or maybe, like we talked about yesterday, Rey Mysterio can win and then get laid out by The Fiend. The more I think about this, the more baffling it is that the go-home show for a pay-per-view with a well-built-up main event, the go-home show is headlined by a title match. What's happening here? It's a good question. I, I can't even answer. Uh, uh, nothing logical. It doesn't make any real sense um, unless they have some sort of wacky plan, I, I would assume, and, and I don't think there's going to be a wacky plan. I think they're just trying to throw something up in the way that may – Try to change your mind or make you forget about the fact for a minute that, that Bray Wyatt actually is scheduled to have that next title match coming up. So we'll have to see what happens. I think the obvious answer is Rey Mysterio gets crushed uh, the same way that Jerry Lawler and Kane and, and a couple other people have already. So that's what it seems like to me. But who the heck knows what happens now uh, with, with all of the stuff going on and and how desperate they feel or how whatever they feel uh, when it comes to putting on this stuff tonight. We've also got tonight Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross, new edition of Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse, and, yes, Baron Corbin Chad Gable. Shouldn't the Firefly Funhouse be further up on the uh, talking points card? Well, I, you know, for tonight, I, we'll I mixed, about Bray Wyatt. I mixed it around myself. On the actual deal, the Bray Wyatt Firefly Funhouse takes precedence, but... It's crazy. I'm sorry. There's still a little part of me that just is baffled by this. <laughs> Again, I, the, the, the character... It's fun! All, it, all, it is. It absolutely is. It really, really is. But of three hours, this is what we're looking for on the wrestling show. <laughs> yes, I, I just, that I'd is. love to see how they're going to continue to build off of this. I hope they're able to build off of this somehow. I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> well, this is a this is a new thing for not a new thing, I guess, because you've had the Undertaker and lighting Vince McMahon's teddy bear on fire and, and these sorts of things. It's not like it's com- completely foreign concept. Dude, I watched a guy choke like slam that. his brother onto his parents' bones. Well, that yes, I mean, for some of the ridiculous stuff that we've had here, you know, all those, but we'll see. But it's it stands out as such a special thing, and they're doing so much right with it. But in some ways, it's the only thing, and they're sacrificing. They sacrificed Seth Rollins last week to do that. You know, the sibling coward, the the shaking, crying, almost you know, reaction that it looked like. They got out of Seth Rollins. It's like, whew, you know, how do you continue to build Bray Wyatt up as this mystical character who is, you know, completely lays waste to everybody? I wonder what hero they're going to have to develop to actually face off against this guy. Because at some point, they're going to need a hero. And they don't have many heroes unless their name is Roman Reigns. And I don't care how dressed up the, the, the fiend is or how cute that Hollywood mask is he's got on. We've seen Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt before, and again, as it stands right now, there's nothing that they've done that will make what happens in the ring any different. SmackDown, we have got Charlotte. Oh, my God. I should have read yeah. this before I read it. <laughs> Charlotte and Carmella versus Bailey and Sasha. We have got Daniel Bryan agreeing to meet with Roman Reigns to clear the air between them. Mm. And a sit-down interview with WWE champion Kofi Kingston ahead of his title defense against Brock Lesnar on the Fox premiere. So, listen, we'll see 
where this goes, okay? But let me just give you a quick recap of what's been going on with Daniel Bryan. Originally, they were going to do Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, but Vince decided that a week and a half build was not enough. Now, why he didn't start the build earlier because it's his show, uh, don't ask. So he decided to put it off, and in order to put it off, he came up with the storyline of Roman Reigns is nearly killed by a mysterious assailant. The assailant was going to be Daniel Bryan. But then, every week, he changed this, he changed that. Next thing you know, we got a fake Vintner. Next thing you know, Rowan is the guy who attacked Roman Reigns. And as of, I can't say this weekend, I didn't hear an update this weekend, but as of last week, the plan was for Eric Rowan and Luke Harper to team up against Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Now, what happens tomorrow? You got me, dude. Luke Harper debuted on a Sunday. Vince called him on a Friday. So that means that when he shot the go-home angle for that last pay-per-view, it was Wednesday, Thursday. It was three days after shooting the go-home angle. That he said, hey, Luke Harper, can you show up on Sunday? That's what we're dealing with here. So we'll find out what happens on Tuesday with Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. I mean, they're going to team together, right? And then they're going to face off against Harper and Rowan. And Daniel Bryan's going to turn on them, right? I mean, I don't know. It's got to be Sting, right? I mean, I think it's got to be. <laughs> I presume. Is it this month or next month, though? I mean, does he do it now, or do they wait? Well, they got a pay-per-view next week, so I'm sure Vince is probably thinking, oh, we don't want to rush this. I'll give it another month. Well, well, here, the the thing is, I mean, the pay-per-view is going to fall now less than a month away from that one, right? I mean, we're we're looking at the the second and the 31st. Hey, listen, listen, if you're going to sting, well, I guess that wouldn't work because it'd be a Survivor Series match. There'd be eight guys in there. I don't know what they're going to do, dude. He doesn't know what he's going to do. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Even when he knows what he's going to do, he does something different. So why am I supposed to have faith in the Bray Wyatt thing then? I turn myself into like well, there's know, not a storyline. Knots trying to because, because there's is. a difference, Mike. There's no storyline. He's a fiend who wants the title. That's literally the storyline. This Roman Reigns, Vintner, fake Vintner, Luke Harper. I mean, this is a story. This is the famous male soap opera. It makes no sense. Totally different. Mm. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, uh, hello. Well, hello. <laughs> Hi, uh, it's Joe from Minnesota. Uh, I just want to say, uh, first off, congratulations on your new kid. Thank you. The new kid. Yeah. <laughs> she does cry like yeah. a goat, so I'm totally fine with that description, by the way. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I uh, I was thinking, like, over these... Uh, Past like uh, while I've been a wrestling fan, and you know, recently, uh, like a year ago, I had a I just got a girlfriend. She's also into wrestling, and I watch uh, SmackDown week weekly with her on Tuesday, and that's kind of a wrestling day. And over time, we've really noticed that the storylines with the women and all all that, like they've just really been Horrible. more of the same over and over again with different people. Yes. It just—it just makes me—it just makes me like you know upset because a lot of the women are very talented, and you watch NXT, and hopefully AEW is the same way, you know, and the, the women aren't portrayed as like 
these women who argue with each other over just the silliest little things like, oh, I look better than you or something. It's just they're they're no Dude, we had a tag team match. We had a tag team match that featured one blonde who made fun of people's looks who was a heel versus another blonde who made fun of people's looks who is inexplicably right now a baby face in one match. Exactly. Well, Brian, you understand that these people... Uh, you know, they they just they just want you to know that to 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 be cool. Really, this is what is your girlfriend? Of it. What does your girlfriend think of these these women's storylines and how the the women are portrayed? Oh, oh my God, she hates it. She she's very excited for AEW because she just wants something different with like how women are portrayed in wrestling. And I mean, you know, she's like she hasn't really in, been into NXT really. I mean, she doesn't know a lot of women. I got to explain a lot of it to her. But well, you get her. You should make her watch that because it's better there. Have you shown her Nick Gage? I, I should. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm thinking like one of the problems maybe that a lot of it's just men writing the show and probably men who don't, you know, really talk to uh, women to figure out what they would like to see. <laughs> yes, I want to thank you very much for the call. We actually got to go. I'll talk more about this after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. My main man, Dom, here as well, and also Sempervivi. Thank you, Dom, for reminding me right as we came back from the break what I wanted to talk about. So anyway, I don't know how many women are on the WWE creative team, but there's Being like... A warrior. There's like between 30 and 40 people on the creative team at any given time. And the number of women is like one or two. I'm not even exaggerating. It's like one or two. So, I mean, that tells you everything that you need to know. And those women apparently aren't even in touch with themselves coming up with these types of stories there. I mean, I will say, how can I explain this? So, AEW is going to do it a lot better. NXT does it a lot better. And both of them do it a lot better because one of the things, and I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sort of defending the way that WWE does the women's storylines, but they do, they don't do the same storylines because Seth Rollins never cuts a promo on Bray Wyatt saying, you're ugly and I'm hot. So they don't do that. But WWE does soap opera storylines with the men and so they do soap opera storylines with the women. Now, unfortunately, the soap opera storylines they do with the women are written by men. And I don't want to come on here and say it's a bunch of men that don't like women. but And I don't want to say it's a bunch of men that don't have wives or girlfriends. But, I mean, let's but... be honest. If you watched it, you'd think that. I mean, I know. Ah, forget it. Anyway. You're right. You're right. Look, hey, if you want to try to give them some semblance of credit, you know, you can either look at this as giving them credit or this is a storyline they forgot about. They did do a good job, at least in my opinion, with the subtle teasing of uh, Benedetto or what the hell is her name? Um, Mandy Rose and Fire Sonya and Desire Deville. there. Sonya Deville, thank you. I thought they were doing a good job with that, with the looks, with the hair flips, with that sort of stuff. Now, either they've forgotten about that or, you know, honestly, or they're they're purposely, you know, holding it off. They had been doing a good job that way. You know, if you want to try to give them credit for something, but it's like that seems to now have been dropped altogether. So I don't know if that's just one of those things that has been dropped, you know, again, mid-sequence or they're, they're intentionally holding off on it. If they're intentionally holding off on it, 
I think that's actually really good, and they should that should be noted. But the problem is with them, I have no idea what's what because they go in, they have the tag match at the pay per view and all that stuff, and you know, right now we're back to square one where I guess the only thing you know important part of that act is Mandy Rose is on the cover of Maxim or whatever it is. WWE's made the oh you talked about that NXT we got a six man tag Walter has challenged Kushida to find two partners to face Imperium we have also got the Dominic Dijakovic mm. versus Keith Lee match the return of Dakota Kai and yes I don't want to harp on this but Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane in a street fight coming off Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane in a street fight a week ago that went to a no contest. How do you have a street fight go to a no contest is question number one. And question number two, if, for example, you do have a street fight that goes to a no contest, why don't you put him in a cage? Why would you go to another street fight? I mean, as a viewer, shouldn't I be thinking, well, maybe this one's also going to go to a no contest? Since they told me last week a street fight can go to a no contest. I am baffled by that booking. But that's what they're doing. Winner gets a championship match against Adam Cole. Well, why did he go to a no contest last week, though? Because they brawl all over the place and exactly. dudes got involved. It that was, can't happen I, this week? Nah, you're, yeah, but I yeah, think it can. Maybe, you're <laughs> Absolutely right, it can. Maybe it's just a matter of a little bit of Unless they were in a cage. <laughs> matter of just maybe a little bit of laziness there. Maybe it was just a, uh, we'll have to hear Lord Stephen Regal come out, and maybe it's just a matter of, Hey, it just got out of control, but you know that there was a hot way to end the show. But okay, now now we're serious. They're going to be in there. Look, I don't know what the, what the reasoning is. We'll have to find out. Maybe they actually have a real legitimate reason for it. On NXT, I have a little bit more hope. At the very least, I have more hope that they'll explain it away as to the reason why. So I'm not not going to bang on it yet until you know Wednesday night is over with and we have our, our reasoning for what happened, if there is going to be one. Person here says, "Are you going to admit you were incorrect about Lacey and the cop?" What was I incorrect about? No, in fact, I mean the, the one the thing. World... The one thing I was—I don't even know if I mentioned this yesterday—but the one thing that was incorrect was Natty on Twitter said that the cop was like her uncle or something like that, and that's not true. She, the the the, the cop and Natty are are not related at all. Other than that, like it was a real arrest. And she was in character. She was not. It was not a real arrest. It was well, not an ticket. arrest. She was pulled over. She got a ticket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But th- that that and was then they real. Worked the rest of it, and then they worked the rest of it. And people are stupid because they responded like morons to it. These are, with all due respect, wrestling fan. If you're the wrestling fan that is getting way too panties in a twist over how the Fox football announcers are talking about what happens when the wrestlers appear on screen, when they're not trying to be insulting or demeaning to wrestling. They're just saying their dumb thing about wrestling, even if they don't know anything about wrestling. So they say something about Nacho Libre, and they see Rey Mysterio and go, hey, he's kind of like Nacho Libre. Yes, it's a dumb football announcer who doesn't know anything about wrestling. That does not require you to have and give a long series of tweet responses showing your ass, trying to tell these guys what they're saying is wrong and how they're insulting the business. Shut up. I just between that and the people that went so out of their way to actually throw fits over the fact that Lacey Evans, you know, worked an angle with a cop and think that that's completely believable and just threw themselves and tied themselves in the knots over it. Lord have mercy. I guess it worked. I guess maybe it worked too well. 
but it was just completely ridiculous this morning when I found out she actually had to apologize for it and the interaction she had. It's just so, so silly. In 2019, I mean, you, it's it's been said by you and by many others before. We went from a time where things on the Internet, you couldn't believe any of them. You took them with the grains of salt that they deserved. And now it's just instant reaction to it. And no matter if it's real or not, we're going to take it as real. As we shake it through the, 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 the sieve, we'll find out what actually is, is true and what's not. It's just insane to me. This person says, did you see the comments Nyla Rose made on Twitter and subsequently deleted? She is not representing AW well at all on social media. Yes, everybody in every wrestling company. Well, let me put it this way. Every wrestling company should require every wrestler to undergo some form of social media training because everybody in every company is doing this. They're not always doing this, but you see this in every company. People go nuts on, on Twitter. I mean, years ago we were talking about how there should be a breathalyzer attached to Twitter or if you're Thanks, drunk, you can't tweet. I mean, it's, it happens in WWE. It's happened now in AEW. I'm sure it's happened in Impact. I mean, use the block button is what I recommend. No, no, you know what it is? It's it's just don't open the app or put the phone down. Don't even don't start typing it out. Let alone hit send. Don't even start typing it out. You can't win and it's either going to be you die at your own hand or you're just sitting there bantering back and forth with someone that does not have any interest in having reasoned logic with you it is just about getting you to respond so i'm not defending what nyla rose said or whoever i mean whether it be jim ross or whoever it is you know whoever the person of the day is that's getting skewered for the dumb thing that they they tweeted it's just it's just that simple don't Open it up. Put the phone down. So WWE and their anti-AW fans making mistake by melting down over Kenny on today's being the elite. What did he do today? Now I'm excited. He was a dork. What did he do? He was just sitting there and, and playing it up. And he was sitting in front of a picture of him on the, the PWI, just healing it up, being a geek. So I, yeah, I have a feeling you'll, you'll so he's have doing a... exactly what I said he was doing, which well, I was going to say he's so you'll... turning heel. Well, yeah, you'll have a full breakdown of this, I'm sure, on tonight's uh, I can't wait. radio for subscribers over at WrestlingObserver.com. I mean, I'm sure he could do it more justice, but yeah. So Kenny Omega is now taking this and just, you know, pushing it to the end. Good. Good for him. Well. Like, dude, I'm, I just, know. I'm just flabbergasted because, like, heels used to do heelish things all the time, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's what they did. Now you do something heelish, and there's like an outcry on Twitter. Like, get out of here! I mean, come on, what are we? What's going on here? Like, you can't be a pro wrestler and do something heelish without people coming after you with a pitchfork. Are you kidding me? Now, granted, that is a lot better than stabbing and shooting people like people used to do in the old days. But still, this is no different than how it's always been. You find a button to push because you're a heel, and you push it, and you get people riled up. What amazes me is people can't see what this is. That's, I guess, what amazes me the most. Like, what's happened to wrestling fans? Like, open your eyes, everybody. It, it's it's a work. Apparently, you're only allowed to have one bad guy, which is MJF. But we got to we gotta have him just say a bunch of insulting things, but, but really still like him instead. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's bizarre, really. Back in the day, there were so many things that were like common phrases back in the day that you don't hear anymore. And one of them was, everything's... A work. A lot of professional wrestlers actually believe that everything is a work. 
Like the like Super Bowl's a work. Yeah. The NFL's a work. It's all yes. a work to lead to a Super Bowl. Like I had, I had older wrestlers telling me that as recently as like a few years ago. Now we're in this era where like people think everything is real. And if you say something that's not very nice, like they're actually offended by it. Oh, I'm not going to watch AEW. I can't believe Kenny Omega said that about Dominic Dijakovic or whatever. Yeah, I, I refuse to watch this show. It's selective outrage, though, and you know it. So it's just, you know, again, it's button pushing, and Omega's been good at pushing the buttons. We'll see what happens with Seth Rollins to see if his buttons are some of the ones that got pushed. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You're in charge of hiring and indeed has solutions. Like company pages where you can get people excited about working for you. And we give you this toy monkey, which will bang its symbols when the right resume appears. Okay, there is no monkey. I said there is no monkey! But company pages, for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road chose Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo to try company pages for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost don't wait if the deadline passes you may lose your opportunity to get a pain relieving back neck knee or wrist brace at little or no cost to you 800-430-9571 800-430-9571 that's 800-430-9571 at 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800 That's 800 5912 Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? <sighs> needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Uh, this, uh, this is Kenny in Myrtle Beach. Just wanted to say congratulations to you and your family on your blessed event. Thank you. Um, got a quick question uh, about um, WrestleMania week, uh, and I haven't heard it answered, and I'm a little curious because with all of these schedule changes, with NXT going live now, it has. I can't imagine what that's going to do to the week schedule because before, when you had SmackDown on Tuesdays, the SmackDown crew would have at least four days to recuperate before WrestleMania Sunday, and the NXT crew would have their TV done uh, pretty much three weeks before TakeOver. Uh, so now if they're expecting SmackDown and NXT to be live, how's that going to affect their you know recuperation period before Mania? And as well, the scheduling of the Hall of Fame, the scheduling of TakeOver or Worlds Collide or wherever they choose to call it. And also, have you heard anything about the uh, Hall of Fame and if they're planning to go back to the previous uh, setup on the stage given last year's security issue? I will ask all of those questions, and I will try to get the answer to you either today or tomorrow. But, I mean, one thing... I will address one thing. As far as like NXT going on Wednesdays and SmackDown going on Fridays, I realize it is WrestleMania. But the reality is there are WWE pay-per-views 11 months out of the year that are not WrestleMania. And on those weeks, those wrestlers are working like Friday and Saturday night. So you you don't need that recuperative time before WrestleMania. I mean, for for 99% of the wrestlers... It's not a real fight, guys. It's well, I mean, they're just going to do the same kind of match they would do on any other pay-per-view. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. I, I, I guess, I, I, guess I, I, sort of, I sort of get it. I mean, from a sporting point of view, yeah. And I guess if you are an adrenaline dump point of view, I guess, I, I, I don't know. I can see why sometimes you would maybe want risking injury or whatever you would want guys off closer to it. But, I mean, all of these logistics are going to be worked out, and then obviously they're already thinking about them now because they have to think about them from a production point of view. And that's, again, this whole first quarter is going to be really interesting. And one of the reasons why is I think, much like you, at some point they're going to take NXT on the road, and I wonder how many more jobs are going to be added out of this? How many more production teams are we going to have an extra production team? Who takes up some of the you know, some of the, the weight here, you know, the network's going to be changing and we've been hearing about, you know, different content producers adding things on. And again, this whole thing is going to be very, very interesting here logistically on top of the fact, again, you get the XFL starting too. So who knows? I mean, it's going to be really hard to predict what happens because in some ways, at least again, from a setup point of view, from a, in everything but an in-ring point of view, I mean, the logistics of everything that are going to happen, I mean, it's all, this is all going to be brand new. So we'll just have to see what happens. All right, hey, let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I saw the NXT on USA Network. Uh, the quality didn't look that good. Like, I mean, I've seen phone cameras that had better quality than that what? show. What are you talking about? Damn, Jaime, really? Well, I mean, when I seen it in the network, like, the quality looked pretty good. It looked HD, but I don't know. It looked kind of fuzzy to me when it was on USA. I thought it looked exactly the same, but okay. Uh, I don't know. I guess, what else? Yeah. I guess I, was, I guess I was watching it through my AEW goggles, but um, I, I hope AEW... Uh, Are you watching through rabbit ears, too? <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope uh, AEW doesn't... Um, 
follow the NXT formula, like just good matches. Because yeah, when when there's matches, we want them to be good like that. But like the overall hook, it should be like the drama, the the soap opera, soap opera aspect. Like that's what that's what um makes people want to keep on watching. Like uh, well, shows that are already got canceled, but when when they were in their time, like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, it's like what's going to happen with these characters? You get me? Well, yeah, that's that's what I hope that we get with AEW, and we get that with NXT. We just don't get it with the main roster. And again, everybody, we don't know what AEW is going to do for TV. Like, I don't know if it's going to be match, 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 match. I don't know what they're going to do. We have no idea what they're going to do. They haven't run a television show yet. Librarians, librarians, I'll be okay. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what they're going to do, everyone. I, I, I can't help you. We'll find out, however, in two weeks. And here's going to be a crazy thing, too, that happens. I know. Hear me out, everybody. They're going to run a show, and guess what? They're going to make changes and figure out what happened on that show. At least I hope they are. So maybe if we watch the first show and you don't love it, it's not the end of the world. And maybe if you do, that it's not like the greatest thing that's ever been presented. The whole thing is going to need to take time. And I know, you know, obviously we're going to be bantering about it. So that that's, you know, but still, there needs to be some, like, patience involved in this, and there's going to be a learning curve for everyone involved. I mean, <laughs> we used to make jokes about NXT, like, you know, Kevin Owens and Shinsuke Nakamura. It's like, how long does it take them to figure out where the hard camera is? You know, like, how long does it take Prince Devitt to figure out where the hard camera is? We used to make those jokes. But, like, they have been hitting commercial times, and they have been hitting a lot of things that, Guess what? Private Party hasn't had to do before and that a lot of people on that roster haven't had to do before, you know, and a, and a lot of different things. It's, it's different running live TV and they got a lot of really experienced people there helping to, to do it and set it up and everything and some really experienced agents and all. But it is still going to be a learning curve for a lot of that roster that's going to be appearing on TV, certainly at that level for the first time. So. Again, it's not the end of the world if, if things don't happen to, to, to get off, you know, without hitches. You know, it's give them some time and let's see what happens. Is tomorrow the last episode of 205 Live? No, but I don't know what they're going to do yet. They haven't announced it. What I think they're going to do is I think the 205 Live is going to move to Wednesdays. I think it will air either before or after NXT on the USA Network. But I don't know. Everything they'll announce it after tomorrow's over, I'm sure. Or maybe they'll announce it today. I have absolutely no idea. This person here says, They are booking Bray like a heel. Everyone absolutely loves him. No one else comes close. Well, yes, they are. And, I mean, the thing is, like, if you, if, if the people that the fans cheer are the ones that you book as baby faces, and the people that the fans boo are the ones that you book as heels. I mean, you can have a promotion where, like, nobody wants to see the heels because, like, they suck. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, you got to have talented people that work as heels. You have to have talented people. The, the fans, it's You're a new gimmick. Baby faces. <laughs> it's a new gimmick. It's cool. Like, that's why people are cheering. But they want the guy to be a bad guy. They want the fiend. <laughs> they don't want the fiend to be friendly and fighting the heels. You know what I'm saying? That Like, that's what they want. So, yes, I realized that several years ago, this thing happened where they wanted to do something with Daniel Bryan, and the fans forced them to change it, okay? 
But that is an aberration in WWE history. Like, John Cena was booed forever as the top babyface. Roman Reigns booed forever as the top babyface. I mean, they had they had babyfaces that were, or heels that were cheered like crazy. They still pushed them as heels. I mean, they do, the stories they tell this year have sucked, okay? But they do want to tell stories. And so they have people that are bad, and they have people that are good, and they also have fans that buy tickets and go there and are unpredictable. And you can't necessarily change all of your booking because fans happen to like a new guy's character. I mean, that's my thoughts. I mean, maybe someday somebody could book a promotion where the people the fans really like are all the babyfaces, and the Baron Corbins and the people that they think suck are all the heels, and you try and put storylines together like that. I, I don't think that's going to work out very well, but I could be wrong. How do you think this whole Rusev, Maria, Mike Bennett storyline works out for Mike Bennett, considering that they are officially getting Maury on the phone, I guess, to find out who is well, the Well, they, they are doing – they may bring in Maury. I don't know if they're actually going to do it or not. But yeah, Maury out here cutting a promo on uh, yes, they're strongly uh, on, teasing on the Twitter this. here. So yeah, uh, and the picture of Mike Bennett that they're using too to make sure it looks like he is as as emasculated as possible, looking like he's sitting there hunched over with B cups. Um, yeah, would you do the storyline just to get on TV? Do you think this is? Are uh, you kidding me? Would you collect that paycheck? Are Bob? you absolutely kidding me? Get out of here. There are people that are actually defending that as like, well, Mike Bennett wouldn't be on TV any other way. I guess so, but you know what? <laughs> and and you got to do some wacky things sometimes in pro wrestling, especially when you're in WWE, when you're at their mercy and everything. But this, this is beyond special, and this is something that Mike Bennett is really gonna. This is really gonna wear forever, and it's amazing that you know Ring of Honor. I don't know. I was going back and watching old HD net shows just because of how everything shook out with access and everything. And I was being reminded of those old ROA shows that Jim Cornette was on and Dave Lagana had produced with Mike Hogwood and, and out there slapping the porpoise. And you see Mike Bennett and you see how he's introduced and how this guy is going to be the next thing and how he evolved in ROH, you know, the, the work in new Japan, a lot of it obviously helped out by his wife and, you know, Mike Bennett certainly did, you know, he, he certainly leveled out to me. And he was only going to make it to a certain level, whereas guys like Adam Cole and there's others who I've believed in a lot more and I've seen them ascend to a little bit higher level. But I never thought you'd see this guy in the position that he's in. And if this is what his end game was, if this is what he's happy with, that's awesome. But Wow. It's just I'm still blown away with with doing this type of angle in 2019 and the fact that somebody's got to be at the end of it. And boy, Mike, I I hope it's worth it, buddy. Dude. The the response will be too. by the way, the tough guy responsible. Well, I get to go home to Maria and all that stuff. I I guess so. You know what? You can you can stay home with Maria. Exactly. Your chosen profession when this is what you chose to do and this is ultimately what you're going to be. God bless you, buddy. Good All right, luck. Let me read this. When it comes to social media, why do you think Twitter has been so evil, but YouTube has been so good to wrestlers? Dude, this is the simplest question to answer. If somebody calls into this show, they say something that makes me very angry, okay? If if I'm going to do a response on YouTube, I have to wait till the show is over. I have to set up my camera or my phone or whatever. I have to record the video. If there's any editing to be done, I need to edit the video. Then I need to upload. I mean, there's so much stuff that has to be done before that thing 
is seen by anybody, there's plenty of time for me to go, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Somebody makes me mad on this show, I can grab my phone right now and send out a tweet in 15 seconds and say something really stupid. And by the time I have a chance to think about it, it's been seen by 75,000 people or whatever. So that's the big difference. The, the, the barrier to entry to tweet is non-existent. But in order to make a video on YouTube, you actually got to go through a lot of things and you could think, you know what? That was a dumb thing that I just recorded right there. And you can not post it. So that's the big difference. I just like texting people recklessly directly. Just getting it out of the way. Forget about the middleman. Forget about anybody showing off and seeing it. You got something reckless to text you know, or to tweet out there. Just direct it at one person. Like Brian, for example. This person wants to know if there's any update on AW in Canada. No. No. All I know is that Cody promised that there would be something. But we don't know yet. So we're just waiting. And hopefully they have an answer pretty soon because we're just a couple of weeks away right here. But... I think the reality is even if there isn't anything on the debut day, I mean, unless the show does like a terrible number, they're probably going to get some TV outlet in Canada. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. 
That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So yes, we got a lot of shows coming up. Tonight, of course, is Raw with the very random five-way to determine a number one contender on the go-home show for Seth Rollins and his championship. We got the Hell in a Cell taking place the following Sunday. Also tonight, we have got Bailey in the corner of Sasha Banks as she faces Nikki Cross and a rematch of Baron Corbin Chad Gable. That match was great. So hey, let's do it again. It's taking place tonight. Tomorrow on SmackDown, we have the baffling Charlotte Flair and Carmella against Bailey and Sasha Banks and a sit-down interview with Kofi and the Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, clear the air segment. And then for NXT on Wednesday, Imperium, Marcel Bartel, Fabian Eichner, and Alexander Wolf will be taking on Kushida and two partners. So no Walter. He was in town. He is no longer in town. So it is just those guys. And Matt Riddle, Killian Dane in a street fight to determine number one contender for Adam Cole. And Dominic Dijakovic, not what you think, versus Keith Lee. Never saw that match before. That's the next three days, so check it out, everybody. And we got a new Observer Radio up on Saturday and Sunday this week. A new one out tonight as well, so three straight days of Observer Radio. Back tomorrow here on Observer Live. Tomorrow also, the Brian and Vinny and Craig Show, Retro Raw and Nitro from 19 years ago this week. That, as always, shall be a fun time. You can get all of this and more as a subscriber at WrestlingObserver.com, so head up there and check it out. And that is it, everybody. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.